All right. Hey, hey, it's Carlos with Brown Liquor and Cigars Podcast. And we got John. What up? Hey. And we got Scholar hey, back with us again. What's going on? Yes, thank you for having me. You know, yes, I always appreciate it. It's yeah. a great time always. No doubt, no doubt. All right. So today we are talking about baggage. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be fun. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's fair to say that everyone leaves a relationship to some degree with some baggage. Um, so, and I'll ask both of you this. What do you, do you think that typically women come with more baggage in a relationship or men? And, and John, I'll start with you. Um, I think both come to relationships with baggage. I think women's baggage are, is more known than a man's baggage. Mm, so I think okay. both come to a relationship with baggage. Yeah. So why is it? Why is that? Do you think it's more? Um, I women? think um, the emotional side of a woman displays hers a little bit easier than a man's. You okay. know, um, I think again too. I think women, when men come into a relationship with baggage, women, um, they interpret it wrong. Mm -hmm. So if a man Mm -hmm. is coming to a relationship where he's been cheated on and he has those insecurities, he's more controlling when he gets into the next relationship with the woman. Whereas she perceives that, oh, he's being protective or he's into me. So I think men's baggage is a little Mm -hmm. bit more disguised than women's is. So Okay. Scott, what about you? Man, I what do think, you think? Uh, I, I agree with John. Like, I think there's no way that you come out of a relationship, especially if it's bad, mm-hmm. with just, you know, just scot-free. You're going to yeah. bring some type of baggage. Um, I mean, I, like you said, women, people look at their baggage more as like uh, emotional baggage or if they have kids and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think men come with baggage that's more like um, prior experiences. So right. I know for me personally, I came out of a relationship knowing exactly what I did not want to happen ever again. <clears throat> so I came out of it with kids and baggage of, I know I really don't like this, so I'm going to make sure if any red flag even appears to look like this, uh-huh. then I'm yeah. first trained out. I'm out. Yeah. And I think that's why, like John was saying, that it's a little more hidden because it's not an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. It's more so we know what we don't want. We know what we are willing to tolerate. We know what we will accept and what we won't. And I think that kind of ties into how men go into it. Like you said, if you if you were cheated on in the past as a man, they typically try to be more hands-on, which in the beginning of a relationship, it's like, oh, you know, he really loves me. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he just wants to be concerned <laughs> right. and things like that. The jealousy is cute and things uh-huh. like that. But for us as men, we know those that's not really for you. Yeah, that's right. for him. <laughs> You know, yeah. so it's you got to be careful of the baggage that's coming along with people because the baggage kind of dictates what characteristics and what the expectations are in a mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you make a really good point too, Scholar, about the things that you don't want. I know for me, whenever I've broken up and gotten into another relationship, that's been a big thing for me. It's like, all right, I know I might not know exactly what I do want, but I know it ain't what this. I don't want. Exactly, yeah. right, right. You know that. And then, and too, John, you brought up something interesting too about um, how it's, and I believe you use the word like uh, interpreted mm-hmm. uh, from women's baggage versus men's baggage. So I'm going to take a little bit of a detour here. 
a little bit and talk about how, and I'm sure you both have heard this before, but there's this old saying that nothing really, you know, beats a woman's intuition, that they are very intuitive. They know Mm -hmm. a lot of things, um, you know, maybe because it's their life bearers. It's that gut feeling. Yeah, yeah their, gut their, feeling. their gut's telling them yeah. that you're cheating and you ain't right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so what do y'all think about that? Do you think that, well, first of all, do you believe in women's intuition or do you believe that that's a real thing or a powerful thing compared to men? Maybe I think men and women both have it. Um, I'll say okay. in the past, I'll say whenever a woman thought I was doing something or anything like that, typically I was, so I'm not going to say that it was wrong. <laughs> so I think, I think everybody has that intuition, but I think women tend to act on it more. I think mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. I think men's egos won't allow them to really listen to that inner voice that's saying, Hey man, this might not be for you. And it's like, Oh no, she would never. You know, dudes uh-huh. tell me, dudes will hype, yeah, we will hype ego, ourselves right. up uh-huh. to believe. Would cheat on me. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, ain't no way. Right. What, what me? <laughs> she lost her damn mind. <laughs> nah. And that's yeah. what dudes do. Mm-hmm. And I think dudes don't really, or the men that I know don't really do a lot of snooping. Uh-huh. So we don't, con- we never confirm that uh-huh. gut feeling. Yep. Women yep. get that gut feeling. And that's when they start asking little questions. Oh, so what were you doing? It'll be Monday. Yeah. So what did you do? You told me you did what last Friday? Just to yeah. confirm what you uh-huh. already told them. And uh-huh. if that story is different. Yeah. Well, I thought you said right. X, Y, and Z. You said here. Right. Mm-hmm. In my notes. No. Right. <laughs> so I think women yeah. have a, a better, uh, they confirm. They kind of uh-huh. go with that. They discuss it with themselves, have a full-blown conversation. And I think they kind of reiterate that with the friend and then it's like okay let me be on the hunt and that's when the questions come that's when mm-hmm. the oh can i see your phone real quick you don't know i know me i hand over my phone i don't care i mean right. for one you're stupid if you put anything in your phone you're stupid and if you're still having the argument of if your person can look at your phone just leave because it's just a phone <laughs> if you got to yeah. have dinner with your phone face down and praying that it's not going to vibrate the ring, you got to move on. Now, that's funny you say that because sometimes I will turn my phone face down and it's not because I have something to hide, but it's like I'm trying to give your full, full attention. attention. Yeah. Because for me, naturally, like if you see somebody's calling or like you get a text or something, then it's kind of natural to go like, you know, kind of check and see yeah. what it is. But to your point, I think that we do, and I say we, men and women, do have to be sensitive to that for like whoever we're with because it could be perceived as Oh, yeah, as you're trying to hide something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally, when I go out, I always keep my phone face down or I'll keep it in my pocket because I want to mm-hmm. be able to give uh, my wife full attention. But also, my wife knows, hey, can I see your phone real quick? I'm Here you go. She got the password. So it ain't even, mm-hmm. right. sometimes you ain't really got to ask. It's just a quick, here, I don't know what the reason you need it for, but clearly you need it. I'm not asking. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm. What do you think? Um, I do believe that women have in the whole intuition thing. I do believe in that. I think what the danger, though, is with the intuition thing. And I think this is why women stay in relationships way too longer than what they're supposed to. I think now I do believe women intuition most times is 100 percent correct. Mm. I do believe that. Okay. I do believe that. But I believe where women go wrong is 
they have baggage, so they can't identify if it's intuition or if it's baggage that's speaking. Mm-hmm. So it's a difference. Intuition will pretty much guide you right. Uh-huh. You feel that gut feeling. You're 100% sure this is going on. But because you have all of these insecurities and baggage, you question it. You A lot of times you question, like, is this just me or is this the way things really are? Because some mm-hmm. stuff I, I can feel 100% and I will bet everything on it. I bet one everything that I own on it. And, you know, because that's how sure I feel. But if it's something that I am a little bit insecure about, I get nervous about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. am I making the right decision? So I think that's how women are sometimes. I think their intuition will tell them this is not right. But because they've been cheated on in the past or they've dealt with a guy that wasn't completely honest all the time, when it happens in their new relationship, they second guess everything. And then that's when it, those insecurities really begin to fester. And that's when it is just, it's a mess. Okay. So It's kind of like they let their past guide them instead of the, the past experiences uh-huh. and yeah. not the intuition. Yeah. yeah, and I think a lot of people do that where mm-hmm. they confuse the yeah. two. Where it's like, well, this happened to me in the past, but yeah. and they kind of ignore it. So I, I agree with John. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's why it's like so important when you when you get out of a relationship not to jump into another relationship so quick. Because when you jump into that next relationship, you never have that downtime to work through the shit from. Mm-hmm. The last relationship and we've talked about baggage before on the podcast all baggage is not bad there are some things it's yeah. like a uh, people who yeah. travel for work when you go on this work trip you come home you still have some stuff packed in your bag that you didn't use you pa- unpack the dirty stuff your next trip you keep that stuff in there and you put new stuff in there and you go on the trip so some baggage is good baggage that you can take uh-huh. into your next relationship you just have to know what shit you need to take out of the suitcase and most times we never unpack the suitcase. Or you just mix it all up and we you say, you know like, what? Hey, listen, let's go. I'm getting rid of everything or I'm just going to. Yeah. And everything, everything has an odor because you don't yeah. let the mix. clean yeah, yeah. and the dirty all mixed yeah, together. It's all mixed up. Now. It's all mixed yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So you said something interesting too earlier, John, about you believe that women's intuition is typically 100% yeah. spot on, which is, I won't say I disagree, but pretty bold statement I would yeah. say to make so would you say that when it comes to intuition versus baggage are women do you feel that women are also better at sifting the difference between the two than no, men that, are that's where they suck with it <laughs> Damn. so you 100% <laughs> if it's really intuition yeah, you're but you're at about a 40 when <laughs> right. it comes to execution yeah, yeah. my point because like, like a scholar myself said you know they don't know because mm-hmm. the baggage you, you, you can't decide if this is shit from the past or if this is really what's going on in the present so they don't know they can't tell the two yeah, yeah. So they uh-huh. can't tell the two. If, if it's something that they never dealt with, so say for instance, they get with a dude that is doing them wrong in a completely different way. They they can they can say, hey, this ain't right. 
Yeah. They've uh-huh. never experienced yeah, it before. Yeah. So they're yeah. clear of that. But uh-huh. stuff that is repeating over and over and over again. Uh-huh. And the last the last three dudes and I already told you, that's your insecurity. You don't trust me. Yeah. You this, you this, you this, you this. So when they get with the new dude and he really shouldn't be trusted. All they hear in their head is, is the I'm tripping. Three guys. Uh, yeah. Yep. You tripping. Yeah. yeah. So. Am I doing the same thing I did with this one with the last one? Yeah. And I think that's a yeah. big thing though, is when when you are in like a serious relationship for a long time, you do need time to unpack mm-hmm. and kind of kind of I guess like review what just happened, depending on what side you're on. If you were the person that got broken up with or the person that did the breaking up with, mm-hmm. you're kind of two different sides to see what's going on. And really your past relationships drive where you're going. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I definitely, I came out of relationships knowing like what you said, Carlos, I know exactly what I do not want. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. like a just a funny story. I think I might've mentioned it before, but I remember telling my wife once uh, when we first started dating, she was asking just, just a simple question, man. I, and I really wasn't <laughs> going anywhere. I shouldn't have been going. I was really just going to hang out with a friend. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. A male friend at that. Just we were going to just chill and play video games. Yeah. And I remember asking me like, "Hey, you know, what are you doing today?" And I remember thinking, "Shit, shit, shit! I gotta lie! I gotta lie! I gotta lie!" And, and I'm uh, like, "Right, right." Because you know, I was mm-hmm. in a relationship where it was always, well, "Why are you doing this?" or "Why are you busy?" "Why are you going out?" And I'm in my mind, I'm like, "Well, damn, I'm 20 something. I need to be out. I'm having a good time." And I remember yeah. Britt just plainly asked, "Hey, what's, what are you doing this Friday?" And I was going out to play games, and mm-hmm. I was like. uh, Oh, you know, I'm a, um, I gotta, and I just, I just stopped and said, you know what? I was about to lie to you for no reason. And she was like, what? I was like, I was about to lie to you. She was like, why? I said, I've just got so programmed to having to make up something that Uh like was really important to do so I could go do something that wasn't that important. I guess playing games is Mm -hmm. not top priority, but you assume in my past relationship, that baggage was telling me Uh if this ain't important, she going to be like, well, why can't you do this with me? Yeah. I'm like, well, I just don't, I just don't want to, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it, it comes off harsh. Mm-hmm. So I had to yeah, tell her, I was right. like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to start this relationship off. Right. Look, I want to go play games with my friends tonight and that's it. That's what I want to do. And she was like, yeah. oh, okay, bet. Cool. I'll stay here and do X, Y, and Z. And I was like, you good? She's like, yeah. And in my mind, the whole time I was traveling, I was like, Damn, shit, it's shit, be a shit, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> but everything was good. And that's when I knew like, I don't have to lie no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. I think that's really cool that you brought that up because I've also found myself in that situation before where maybe you do tell the truth, but you're contemplating in your head like, oh, um, you know, maybe I should say something else to throw this off or to appease exactly. her, make her not feel a certain way. Yep. So I think that's really cool because a lot of times when people hear you lied to me in a relationship, it, people automatically jump to cheating. Oh, well, yeah. even when we talk about baggage. Especially like where you're going. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. they think that. It, one of my, I won't say his name, but one of my <laughs> former pastors, he even told me, he said he was in a relationship once, and he said the lady was always accusing him of cheating. And he said, uh, he even told me one time, he said, man, he said, now some of the, the women that she pegged me with, he said they were bad. And he said it kind of makes you think like, well, for all of the accusations, maybe I should have kind of like the Keisha Cole song. Oh, of course. Like, I, yeah. Because it's like, well, maybe it would justify, you know, everything. Yep. that's, that's if, I, going if I got to go through all the BS 
and uh-huh. I'm not doing something, oh, I'm 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 gonna give you the reason. If I gotta sit up here and listen yeah. to some shit that I'm not doing, I might as well give you the reason to be upset. Let me give you what you want. Cause I'm telling you I'm not doing this. And especially if you have no reason to think that I'm doing these things. Like if I've been upfront and hundred percent honest with you and you're still feeling some type of way, that's uh-huh. like what John was saying. You're mm. you're something's wrong with your intuition and your baggage. You're trying to accuse me of stuff based on something you saw with a previous dude. Mm-hmm. And now you're thinking that because I'm just really busy and I don't have time for you or I don't have time for to do the things that you want to do. You think I'm out here. <laughs> you say I don't have time. <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, that's, no, I get it. But that's exactly what but it is. Yeah, but you know what? That's how I think a lot of women translate when the man tells them, well, I have to do X, Y, and Z. They translate it into, well, you just saying you ain't got time for me. Because uh-huh. you know, what, yeah. what do people always say? People make time for, for what, the, they. what they want. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I kind of have a issue with that statement a little bit because <laughs> this is this is my belief. Now, if you've been in my life for a long time, then yes, that that is true and that makes sense to some degree. But tables turn and things change. So you might really be in a busy season in your life where you really can't juggle or it's very hard for you to juggle different things and especially if it's a new relationship yeah because my thing is it's like to me it's like do you really drop everything you have going on for something so new versus if it's like a seasoned like to me if it's a seasoned relationship yeah i feel like it would be more just but i think seasoned relationships suffer more from people that says well I'm really, really busy. New relationships. Mm, When you're in a new relationship, it's a new energy. You want to see that person. You want to talk to that person. So it doesn't seem like a chore to be around that new person. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's not a chore. You, you, you. It's easy for you to want to go say, I'm going to put this aside for an hour and go see them. But when it's somebody that you're familiar with, that you've been with um, for a long time, it's a gamble. If we get together, are we going to be arguing? Is this going to be a good time? Is this going to be... So you don't... It's not... You're not willing to make those sacrifices as easy. It's not that you... Well, let me not say that. It's not that you're not willing to make them. It's just not the first Mm -hmm. thought that come to your mind. Mm -hmm. But let me put this to the side. And that person, they kind of like... they get upset from that. And I think in those type of situations, what happens is seasoned relationships, they're always comparing the relationship to the beginning, what was uh-huh. in our relationship. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, to, you didn't used to do that. Yeah, you yeah. used uh-huh. to do. You used yeah, to do. That's yeah. what they always Damn, say. I feel so bad, bro, because I think I hit I hit Brit with it. Well, damn, we used to. Oh, you did? Yeah, bro. <laughs> damn, I feel attacked. God Whoops, damn. Sorry, Brittany. <laughs> now I got to check myself, shit, because I remember, I promise you, bro, I you was just. Yeah, I was talking to Brit about something, man. And I was like, well, damn, you know, we used to whatever, whatever. And what when John response? brought it up. So she just John, oh, no, Britain don't give a damn. Right. He was like, "Well, <laughs> shit changed," and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I could totally yeah. see us." Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> with a straight ass face, right. <laughs> and look at like, like what? 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 <laughs> what? What do you want? What else do you want? But no, that bro, that I'm telling you, that hit me, bro, because I'm like, "Well, damn, that's right," because you do, and that's the thing yeah. with that's what I think makes seasoned relationships. I think people forget what got them together. Yep. Because mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. beginning, everything's new. Everything is fresh. Everything's exciting. Everything is like mysterious, and you're you're trying to figure people out. But then once you figure them out, 
the the thrill is gone. I yeah. mean, lack of a better phrase, mm, the thrill is gone. That, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's when people get seasoned, and it's real quick to be like, "Oh, it's Friday night. Eh, I'm, I'd rather go kick it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'd rather come kick it with Los and them and do this and that instead of just kind of sit here with you." But in the beginning, it's like, "Oh, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'll. I can get back with them. It's okay. We can do whatever mm-hmm. we want to do." And that's really what happens after relationships get out of that honeymoon phase, and that's when all the baggage starts to come out. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yep. when the insecurities come out. That's when the, well, I remember when we hit a year mark in my previous relationship, everything just said. <laughs> now he had a year mark. But yeah, that's true, yeah. you know, that's it just takes about thing. six months, you know, yeah. six months yeah. to a year. Everything that person yeah, does, everything mm-hmm. is awesome. Everything is exciting. Everything's a good time. But then after that, it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. we're, we're out of that phase. So what do we do now? And that's when you can go back to quote unquote normal life. You just, you go through the motions. And that's usually when women kind of hit you with, well, in the past, you used to take me out. In the Mm -hmm. past, you used to give me this this. or give me roses Uh or buy me this. And now you're like, well, I mean, you kind of here now. I ain't got to do that no more. (laughs) You know, and that's when everything starts (laughs) shifting and you go through your roller coaster. And it happened in spurts. It seemed uh-huh. like both people are never on the same page at the same time. Yeah. So yep. one so person true. to be here uh-huh. and they'd be like, well, we used to do because they are longing that whatever they had in that relationship, whatever they feel is missing. Mm-hmm. And then so they're nagging that person about it. And then it goes back to normal. It goes yep. back to normal. And then the other person gets in their okay, mode yeah. and they're like, Hey, I'm missing this here. And then they be like, well, you used to do this here. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, can we just get back mm-hmm. on the same page where we're both doing what we used to? But it's, it, it normally doesn't work that way. So, And that's when so, the, the you try new things kind of yep. goes into it. Because, uh-huh. I mean, just being 100% honest, after so many years, you know everything. You, yeah. you, you know what's coming. Yeah. Mo- you yeah. know how these arguments are going to end. You know how it's going to start and quite honestly you you can wake up and know when it's going to be a crap day yep you mm-hmm. know yeah, you can, you can wake up feel it. you mm-hmm. feel the energy yeah, yeah. when you wake up and your feet hit the floor and you look at that you roll over you look at the other person you just like ah it's gonna be <laughs> one of them eye. days you, you yeah. know but yeah. it is because you know people's habits True. you know if the cabinet's getting slammed a little hard this morning yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm gonna be hit mm-hmm. with that well you know or we need to talk or and that's what you know these things when you're in a long relationship and that's where you kind of have to go back to what got you there in the beginning so you do kind of have to recycle it's that roller coaster you know you have your times you go up you peak and everything is great but then you you crash hard Mm -hmm. but the way i look at it is as long as i have way more good times way more highs i can deal with the little bumps in the road because they're Mm -hmm. expected yeah yeah so okay so I know damn I just got stuck. <laughs> it was something you said earlier John um about the um dang it I don't know what I I don't know it'll come back to me. But basically <laughs> what uh what I kind of wanted to touch on too with this discussion is oh I know what it was the time factor when you said that people jump into relationships too quickly. So I think that's something that probably the listeners, I mean, even for me, I think that's always such an interesting question because I believe there are some people that can get out of a relationship 
and they may be healed enough to jump into one two weeks later. As weird as it sounds, they might be. Versus, you know, somebody, it might take them two years to fully heal. So, like, how do you know when, okay, I still got this baggage, but it's not bad enough for me to jump into something new? Um, You know the, the strange thing? Because I've heard this here before, and most people, I mean, this is a long time. I've heard that however long your relationship was, it take you half that time to get over your relationship. Oh, my Lord. That's a long time. I rebuke that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time so i think it all depends on the person mm. and i think mm. like so i'll just take me for an example so i'm a cancer man y'all know <laughs> when cancers are done we done like we can cut you off and never have anything else to do with you and it's that's just our nature but with me i'm one of those type of people that i take stuff forever I, I, I'm like in relationships, normally I'm the one that either gets left left, or I'm the one that reaches my breaking point and then I'm just done with you. Hmm. So, but once I reach my breaking point, I've dealt with all the shit. So you're still in a relationship with me, but I'm processing you out of my life while I'm in the relationship too, because I'm taking so much shit from you. Over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. So after so long, Damn. I begin to like wake up, yeah. you know, in, and I'm still in a relationship because I love you, you know, so I still want to be with you, but I'm processing you out of my life. Mm. So when I break up, I'm like, good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. So I could, which I don't do this here. I could jump into another relationship. Mm. Because in some regards, I've already processed it a little bit. So I could jump in a relationship, but I don't do that because I think that you do need that quiet time and that alone time because that alone time really displays the shit you dealt with in a relationship. Because in real time, you miss a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. You miss a lot of stuff. So some people, they can just get into a relationship right after they've broken up with one. I would never encourage anybody to do that. I think you should get out of it unpack because unpack you got to unpack i was a fool here i was a fool here Mm. i was a fool here i was a fool here before you can jump into that next relationship so if people can get into another relationship but most times what happened though when those type of people they'll jump into another relationship and then the new person does something that remind them of the old person and they pay and then that's when they notice the baggage i'm still uh-huh. sore here i'm still i'm not healed here but at that point it's too late you are into a new relationship yeah yeah and I, I think too sometimes the new person they end up paying like unfairly for right other things that the you know the other person has done and you, and you mentioned too i think when you were talking about the unpacking <clears throat> i think it is natural for us to say kind of beat up on ourselves and say, oh, I was a fool here and I was that. But I think sometimes, too, the healthy part of unpacking is also knowing, hey, I was great here. You know, I was yeah. a 10 at this. You know, I might have been a 2 at this one, but, you know, at this particular thing, like, I know that basically, like, you know what you bring to a relationship. Right. So I think that's that's a healthy part of unpacking, too. 
Yeah, where you're not yeah. always beating yourself up saying, well, damn, I was dumb here, I was dumb here. And yeah, you're like, yeah. I'm uh-huh. never going to let this happen to me again. <laughs> and you kind of ignore yeah. the parts where, hey, I did really good at this. Mm-hmm. I was really attentive. I was a good listener. I did this, I did that. And you kind of just, but that's in life in general where we kind of dwell on the things that we're not doing and we mm-hmm. never give ourselves our roses yeah. for that. We just, True. we ignore that because it's like, well, I already know what I'm doing here. But I'm really bad here, so that's mm-hmm. where all your attention's focused. Kind of like, uh, you know, on on your Instagram, your social media, you can get a thousand people that will say, "Hey, man, I, I I love the podcast, I love this, I love your picture," and then one person would be like, "Man, y'all suck." Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Yeah, you, you reply you, to that exactly. Yeah. That one you scroll thing. all the way yep, down to that comment. Comments, and right? You're not even liking everything <laughs> that people say good about you, but that one negative, you're like, "Hey, uh-huh. man, fuck you." Right. Yeah. <laughs> you give them your you give your right. energy yeah, to the negative energy. and uh-huh. I think in relationships that's easy to do because you know you you nobody wants to feel attacked about anything mm-hmm. and when people feel like they're attacked or you know they're being poked or prodded your natural emotion is to is to defend yeah. always to defend yeah. and I think that's something that a lot of people kind of carry in their baggage for everybody I think you can't unpack that because it's just your natural reaction to when you think key word is when you think mm-hmm. you're being Something attacked is, yeah. or uh-huh. someone's poking at you. Yeah. And I think with the good part too, I think with the good part too, when you're unpacking the good, stop with the good. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. people will say, I was a good listener. And then I say, but they didn't oh. uh, value that. Or they yeah. still uh-huh. did this here. You have to start with, I was a good listener, dot, because it's not about them. You can't, we, mm-hmm. we, we turn the good into a bad because we're, we want to be the victim. They took advantage of me. This, 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 this. No, I was a good listener. That's it. Stop yep. right there. Uh-huh. Don't continue with, oh, but they took advantage of that. No, stop. I was a good listener. Be done. Hmm. I like yep. that. Yeah. yeah like you, you did your part. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. That's it. Don't matter about them. Okay. Uh, well, Scholar, I want to go back to something you mentioned earlier, too, uh, talking about, which I agree. Um, women probe more into their intuitions like, and to kind of prove yeah. why they think what they do. And I think, not to sound sexist or make a general statement, but I think by and large, that's true. Um, for men, or, or I'll just say, you know, even for the both of you, have you ever had a situation where you did have an intuition and maybe you did go that extra step to confirm it or you were really, really tempted to confirm, but you just didn't do Man, it. I I think in the past I might've been tempted, but again, dude, our ego, our ego, I think men's ego don't allow them to find what they need to prove that they were right. Because in order to mm. prove that you were right about something for a guy that usually means something bad happened to you. Either they're cheating emotionally, physically, whatever, even though Mm -hmm. I personally don't think emotional cheating is a thing. That's just my opinion. I think it's ridiculous, but I'm sure that's another another podcast. Yeah, right. I think it's bullshit. Are you talking to you, expressing your emotions or something? So what? (laughs) But whatever. But that's one of those things where it's like, you know, for men, if we think a woman is out doing something, Mm -hmm. we immediately say, Nah, bro, she would never do that to me. And then we we drop it. We don't want to know. I think men are yeah, uh-huh. well, who had the song out there? Yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, Carl Thomas, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's a hundred percent spot on. 
Men yeah. don't want to know. We will blindly. We they could leave the damn dude's phone number, address, and everything on the kitchen counter. You're gonna look at it and be like, "That gotta be her cousin," and throw that away. <laughs> and we're gonna ignore it because our ego won't allow us to think that we could get played. Uh-huh. And that's why I think I think <laughs> it won't. It won't. That's why women are so good at doing what they do because it's not that they're good at it. It's just men. Just don't think it could happen to them. And see, I'm going to say Scholar represents 50% of men. <laughs> and I represent okay, so the other represent. 50%. I have done that at the basement moments where you check shit and you show up. I've done that. I've been that dude before. I never forget it was, this was one of the many times I've done that stuff. I don't do it anymore. But one of the many times I was in college and it was me and my good friend, Nolan, and we were dating these two young ladies, and they were roommates. And and Nolan was a Kappa, and they were fooling around with two alphas. Yeah, go figure. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, we all better, Sorry, though. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, they were messing around with these two alphas. So we knew, we knew that. Wait, so both of y'all's girls were cheating? Yeah, but well, because we had kind of like broken up with these chicks, but they were still kind of like, we were still in their back pockets. Yeah, let's admit that. So we were still in their back pockets. And I never forget, Nolan and I, he he called me up and he said, (laughs) say, John, he said, I want you to ride with me somewhere. He said, I think she's with old boy. So I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go. So we went and we sat in the parking lot of their dormitory, right? And we're in the car where we were sitting. They, We were sitting like right in front of their door so we could see them come out. So we see the two alphas come out the door and we see our two girls come out the door. They go get in the car, but when they get in the car, we only see the two alphas in the car. We didn't see the two girls. And so we fall in the car. Like (laughs) (laughs) You waiting on, I got you. Right, right, got you. So these two guys so happen to go to the guy's dorm on campus and everything. And when they go to the guys, and we see the two guys get out the car, but we don't see the two girls. So Nolan was like, I know we saw them. I know we saw them. And we probably laugh. We can laugh at this shit today. He was like, I know we saw them. And we still just trying to, like, we're baffled. Like, what the well, hell happened to them? Right. We didn't see them in the <laughs> they didn't get out the They didn't get out to go to the dorm or whatever. So Nolan says, he goes look inside the car. They're in the back seat laying, like, Laying over in the seat. Oh, and no. And like, damn, he started jumping up and down. And <laughs> so, wait, they were hiding from y'all? They were they hiding thought from, y'all Yeah, looking? they thought we were falling Oh, in. my God. <laughs> and he's, like, jumping up wow. and down. And he's like, they back here, they back here, they back here, brother. And then oh. I never forget, they got out and, no, and she pointed her finger at Nolan. And Nolan was like, don't be pointing your finger at me. My mom ain't dead. Like that. And it was like, <laughs> not my mom ain't dead. So, like, yeah, so. He said, you ain't my mama, dead. <laughs> So, I mean, that, that's just a funny, funny moment, but I've done similar stuff to that, like in my late 20s, early 30s. I did some similar stuff to that where I knew that it was lying, but back to what I was saying before, I knew it, but I also had that baggage from previous stuff. So I couldn't differ whether it was the baggage or whether it was the truth. Mm-hmm. And I know some men that are still doing this type of stuff, still in relationships today. 
and they are above that 30 mark and they're above that 40 mark and mm-hmm. maybe they you know they they're checking their girl stuff so I do believe there are, and I, I get what scholars saying, and I dispute that because scholars speaking from his point of view, people he know, and whatever. But I do know that there are some men that are out there that are insecure in their relationships. They are with women that are no good and that are doing them wrong, and they feel <laughs> it. No good, right? And but and they live that in there. Crazy right. no shit. They going crazy <laughs> trying to figure out if she's telling the truth, you yeah. know, and she's lying. She's a piece of shit. I think y'all I, had somebody on the podcast that told a crazy story like that that was oh similar. yeah jay you remember yeah. jay said he because yeah. i remember yeah. thinking like touching the hood of the car and everything oh that's still warm right. they just pulled up so sometimes <laughs> men do get lost yeah. in the emotion of things and they lose all sense of you know reality in those moments and i and yeah. there was a book called the basement moment and that's what he was talking about when you get to that low point that you are doing stuff like that you're in the basement you're at the lowest point of the house you can go and you need to wake up and get out but see i think men also get a different rep like see like when you tell that type of story people are gonna be like oh he crazy as hell something's wrong with him but women do it all the time all the time and it's just well you know that's that's what women do right Yeah, the friend would have friend. The friend would have been outside of the car already, right. looking, knocking on the door. Right. Thank you. They would have had it like a full blown SWAT team. One yeah. on the other side of the staircase. One on the other. One in the car. Yep. One across the street. One would have already been at the girls' dorm waiting on a guy to come exactly. in the door. Exactly. And they would have had all bases. Covered. All the bases covered. But then nobody would be like, "Yo, yeah, they're crazy they as yeah, hell." Exactly. It's just yeah. look at the rest of what women do. But uh-huh. if a dude is out here touching hoods of the cars, looking at phone, we're controlling, possessive, yep. uh, all types of negative things are associated when men do it because we're not supposed to, I guess. But with women do it, it's like, eh, it's just a woman doing what women do, snooping yeah. around. They're, they're, they're listening to their intuition. Mm-hmm. But True. when we do it, even in his case, he was absolutely right. They're going to ignore the fact that he was right in what he was doing. Yeah, and just yeah. be like, oh, he's crazy. why you yeah. do all that? You crazy as hell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think I'm kind of, and I guess this is true to me as a person in, on this show. I kind of sit somewhere between the middle of the two of y'all <laughs> on that because I am type of person like I'm not going to go look or confirm my intuition but if I have, if, if even if I start to think I need to, in my head, that's very dangerous because I'm done. I know yeah. I'm done at that point. Because I, I was in a situation before where I was told, oh, I'm working late. Yada, yada, yada. And at this point, the, the relationship was like pretty much like kind of. Um, Already fizzled. Yeah, it was kind of fizzled out. But, you know, okay, so when you use somebody's um, square reader. Or like let's say let's say like whatever you together like let's say at the fair or whatever store or whatever, and you use it or whatever or like somebody else uses it. Yeah. I don't know exactly how this works, but some kind of way, the square will text. Yeah, it'll like an alert. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it, but it won't register. It, sometimes it'll text the other person's phone. That you've maybe you and not the person that's purchasing or whatever. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it goes to the person that is connected to and not to whoever just wiped it or, mm-hmm. or used yeah. it. Yeah, 
And so I remember I got a notification and it was like kind of late. And it was something about like Jamaican vibes, something, something, something. It looked like it was like a club or something like yeah. that. And I was like, hmm. This, and I remember. That ain't work. <laughs> I, yeah. I started the process of trying to, like, I didn't get up out of my bed or nothing like that. But I was like, I'm, like, I'm not losing no sleep. We done in my head anyway. But, <laughs> but I did start looking on my phone and I was like, wait a minute. Okay. So this time, this time. And I kind of started putting two and two together. And when I did that, that's when I knew, okay, I'm really done. Because I typically don't do that. But the fact that I was going towards that point. And I don't fault anybody that does. Because I, I think anybody, I don't believe in saying what you won't do. Yeah. Because right. I, I think you given the right situation, the right time, you know, you do a whole lot of things that you probably wouldn't normally do. But when I did that, I thought, okay, yeah, this is... They messed up your sleep. You say, oh, you messed up my sleep? Right. Oh, just, I am done. <laughs> done. I am finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But okay, well, in closing for our shot of truth here, uh, what would you tell the ladies about knowing that their intuition is right or maybe not even so much knowing that it's right, but just how do they handle their intuition when it comes to relationships? Like, what advice would you give the ladies? Um, I would say always listen to it because uh, John's the best. It's a, you're a hundred percent. You're batting a thousand. <laughs> like, like I said, I've never had a woman accuse me of something and really be like, I mean, I really think you're doing it and I've not done it. So mm. let go with it, but okay. also make sure that it's not, um, it is your intuition and it's not just, a behavior that you saw and you associate that with someone in the past because just because that person might behave the same doesn't mean they're doing the same action when they leave your house or whatever the case may be because people do it might be the I guess the same behavior but not the same result you know what I mean mm-hmm. so if someone tells you that they are working late like you said if someone says someone's working late you can't automatically assume oh damn they out here in the streets so you got to kind of put put away the baggage and really listen to your gut and what made you feel like you, you need to use your intuition in that moment and make sure you're not using the insecurity. Right. Okay. Yeah. I completely 100% agree with scholar. I do agree with scholar and just to piggyback off of scholar, if you've gone through everything scholar just said, and you're at the point that you think you have to start checking emails, start checking phones, cars following folks all that other kind of stuff that's not the person you need to be with mm-hmm. or yeah. you might might be the person that you need to be with but that also could be a sign to you that maybe you need to check yourself too now if you've already registered that this is intuition and it's not baggage that's not the person that you're supposed to be with you need to walk away from that situation because nobody should have you going below who you are Checking car hoods. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do all that. Yeah, it's time to burn some rubber. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I totally agree with what both of y'all said. I'll say, too, that um, a lot of times I think where some women, I'm not going to say all, but where some women go wrong is they have the intuition. And to me, I, I feel like, I don't know how it is for women or for y'all, but when I have intuition about something, it's like, 
it intensifies. It's almost like you turn up the volume on a speaker. It's like first it's a little whisper, and then it's like, mm, okay, now it's a little louder. It's a little. It, usually you kind of get to a point where it just gets more and more. Um, I think where a lot of women go wrong is they really love the guy, whoever that they're with, and maybe they feel like they can't break away. And to me, my thing is, if you're going to act on the intuition, and when I say act, like trying to prove that you're right, then you also need to be big enough to be prepared to leave. That's just my personal opinion. Because if you check and you stay, and even if your intuition is wrong or you don't find what you think you were supposed to find, now you got to live with the torture of damn, I checked their shit and I didn't find nothing. (laughs) Or or you've confronted the person about it and then maybe you did find something. And so now you torturing them and then torturing yourself. It's just too much. Just just let it go. To me, at that point, if you have to feel like, oh, I need to prove. And maybe I give you one or two times. Okay, you you had to prove it. But I mean, this is a pattern where you're having these thoughts if it's a quarterly it. report yeah yeah, that, yeah then at that point i mean come on by the time we get to the third quarter you need to be out yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. and some on what you just said and i know we got to go but if you do decide not to act on your intuition and you decide to stay with the dude forgive him mm. and he don't even know you forgave yeah, him be, yeah forgive yeah, him big, and yeah. just move the hell on do both of y'all a favor forgive him stay in a relationship overlook it but do not sit in a relationship and hold it against him or be you know insecure within your own self and beating your own self up so if mm-hmm. you're going to stay after you know they doing shit just stay and be happy yeah just stay, yeah. And stay be, happy. be happy be quiet yeah, yeah. be quiet there you, go. Yeah. <laughs> you made that choice yeah. you made, the, you choice. made, that you made choice. the choice stay yeah. be happy be quiet there yeah. you yeah. go boom <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey that's a wrap stay happy and be quiet Be happy and quiet. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. Peace. Peace. Thank you.